What's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode number 317, if my notes are correct. Episode number 317, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? Hope everybody's doing okay. I hope you're safe out there. Um, I'm drinking my Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Tall Boy. 8% alcohol by volume. We're drinking the Wild Berry Flavor. It's going to get wild. I'm going to take off my shirt here in a minute. Uh, no, I'm, I'm really not. That's the Burt Kreischer's thing, right? That's him being wild. I don't do that. Uh, and that's not really even that wild, is it? Jumping the Grand Canyon on a motorcycle whilst wearing a cape, that's wild. <laughs> Taking your shirt off and you just got hot. That's all that is. Uh, anyways, if you got them, drink them. Let's take our first drink. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. And I'm drinking through a straw. Um, I don't think I'm ever going back, people. I don't think I'm ever going back to drinking straight out of the can like a peasant. (laughs) It's just better on my teeth. It doesn't hurt my teeth, and I can down a little bit more booze all at once. Best of both worlds, you know? Um, I got my podcast studio aka my car all cleaned up nice and vacuum smelling of of nice clean linen wiped down organized disinfected uh decluttered it, it feels great there's something psychological that happens when you do something like that to your workspace um and in case you're new to this podcast welcome first off and second off, I, I do this in my, my car for two reasons. Um, the, the first reason being, it's the best sound I found without having to like rent a studio. Um, I've tried inside, you know, I've tried in a bedroom. That doesn't work. It sounds like I'm in a, like a cathedral. It's too like reverb, echoey. I've tried in a closet with like clothes surrounding me. Um, dude, I've, I've even done a lazy way of like laid on the couch. I've sprawled out on a couch with pillows, like closing me in to try to help with the, you know, the reverb or whatever lazy style. Um, that didn't even work out. That would have been ideal. Honestly, I get to be lazy and podcast. Um, so no, here we are. We're in the car. Um, and and the second reason I do it is it's sort of like an inside joke, I guess you could say, that's not really even funny anymore. You know, I, I've said consistently for six years on every episode, don't drink and drive. Um, the irony of me doing this episode in my car where I could drink and drive, uh, but I just don't, um, it kind of just draws attention to that whole not drinking and driving thing, you know? Um, And just for liability reasons, in case you were wondering, before I start this episode, before I start drinking, I take my keys out of the ignition, I I open my door, I step outside of my car, and I throw my keys as far as I can, just to not be in any violation of any rules or any laws of drinking and driving. You know, like, dude, if a cop pulled up on me and I had my keys in the ignition, and I was drinking, like, even sitting here in my parking spot, like they they could totally cite me for it or they could probably even take me to jail if they were having a bad day or whatever. You know, they could push the issue. Uh so just for legality reasons, I don't do that. My keys are nowhere to be found. I'm going to have to go search for them. 
here in a little bit, just so you know. <laughs> that's that's the links I'm willing to go to for this podcast. Anyway, uh, we got a couple of things to talk about this episode. Uh, Dallas Stars NHL talk, uh, videos of the week. I have some new sports to tell you. I don't know what the deal is lately. I've been on this kick of like discovering new sports, not even on purpose, just sort of on accident. And I'll get into a little bit of that here in a little bit. Um, but first off, let's go ahead and go with my Dallas Stars losing to the Edmonton Oilers last night uh, in overtime, which it was, you know, a good game. It was a good game. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to bitch about it. We were up most of the game. Uh, luckily, you know, we'd scored some goals to be up in the game. They come back and tie it. Uh, the Oilers take the lead, but we have some fight in us, and we come back to score to even even it uh, to eventually push it into overtime. And dude, I'm just like I, I think about this consistently. Every time my Dallas Stars go to overtime, I think about this. Um, I don't even think DeBoer works on three on three overtime. I don't even think that's like a thing that he's like even committed any time or any effort to. And I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with that. Um, the idea being, if if in fact what I said is true and he doesn't commit any time to 3v3, um, that's okay. I, I think it works out because when it comes playoff time, none of those rules apply. You know what I mean? If you can't win five on five... You're probably not going to win. If you can't, you know, have a good power play, a good penalty kill, you're probably not going to win. So with those three things, a good five on five, a good good PK, a good uh, power play, PP, if you will, uh, with those three things, if you do those right, you'll be okay. You'll make it, you know. Um, But from what I've seen or listened to even, uh, on the radio, uh, I saw someone complaining about the uh, the national broadcast last night. I'm like, fuck that, dude. Just listen to it on the radio. Like, that's worth it. You know, even if it doesn't sync up with the TV, just turn off the TV and listen to it on the radio. I much prefer uh, Razor and, and uh, I almost said Ralph. Oh, my God. How old school is that? Razor and Josh Bogorod. Um, Josh took a little bit of time to grow on me, by the way. Uh, when he first came here, uh, I'm not hating on him. I'm not saying he's bad at what he does. He's really, really, he's gotten better, better and better and better. But when he first came here, dude, he was a little like tight. You know what I mean? Like tight with his voice, tight with his calling. Like the the goal calls were especially the the hardest thing to like listen to. It was not natural. It was very like clenched, you could say. Uh, it would be like as as if I was doing this podcast and I was I was like, and for our next topic, we're going to talk about like that's just forced. You know what I mean? Like it's not natural. We're not having a regular conversation or you know whatever, uh, dude. D- uh, Josh Bogorod, dude. I give him all the props. Not only has he improved. With the way his voice sounds, he's improved on knowing the stats, knowing the stars, knowing the opposing team, and what they're good at. Dude, he's just hockey 100%. I love it. Uh, But anyway, 
so yeah, just listening to the broadcast last night, I uh, <laughs> I don't think we work on three on three, and I'm okay with that. We don't need to. It is pointless. Like you should. I think this is like the best strategy to like save. Um, sort of like I was saying with cleaning your your workspace. You don't have to worry about that. Don't even worry. You've already earned a point. It's going to be okay. Win or lose. No big deal. Go out there and try to win for sure. When it's three on three, definitely go out there and try to win. But if it doesn't happen, it's okay. We live to fight another day, as they say. And uh, it's okay. I really think that's his strategy. No, No mental effort wasted on it. No physical effort wasted on it in practice. And I, I back it. If that is true, if there's any stars like insiders that know that that's true, uh, please reach out to me at Drink Until You Podcast. Um, I'm sorry, Drink Until You Podcast on Instagram, Drink Until You Podcast on Facebook, at Drink Until You on X, formerly Twitter. Um, I think that's that's what it is, and I'm okay with that. I like it. You know, the coach is fo- focusing on three v three. And getting the, that extra single point uh, in overtime during the regular season is, you know, it's cool. It'll get you somewhere in the standings. It might win you the president's trophy, but that's not the overall goal. I don't, I don't give a shit about the president's trophy. I want the one with the cup on it. You know, I want the one that you can drink out of. Um, and real quick to touch on the NFL, congratulations. Kansas City Chiefs. That was a lot closer of a game than I thought it was going to be. Um, the the picture right now that's driving me nuts is them pouring a beer down the side of the the Lombardi Trophy and Kelsey drinking off of it. That's not how you do it. That's not right. That's not the way. It's almost as if your trophy should have some sort of cup on it and should be epic. In size, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, that's silly. Eh, don't do that. That's that's dumb. I hated seeing that. You know, not to say I hated Kansas City winning. We kind of all saw that coming. Uh, congratulations, congratulations to the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, um, that's a, that's a little bit of sports. That's a little bit of hockey. Uh, I kind of rolled into football there. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. I'm down with not working on three, 3v3. Three I'm down with that. It does not matter when it comes playoff time. Get your 5-on-5 five five going, your penalty kill, and your power play. That's it. That's what you need. Uh, what else? Uh, let's go ahead and go through the standings, actually, before I move on. Let's go ahead and go through NHL standings. Uh, see where everybody falls right now. I know my Dallas Stars are top of the division. I love it. Love to see it. Why can't I X this out? Games. What's happened? Oh, my Wi-Fi is on. Go away. I want to see the standings. Come on, man. Let's try without the Wi-Fi. Go away. Dude, I I, I know this is sensing what I'm doing. It's just not wanting to. Google is such a fucking... I don't even know how to describe it. Google is so, like, insecure, dude. Like, for anything you search, it's like, would you, would you like to sign in so we know who you are? 
So we could collect the debt and shit. Fuck off. Dude, fuck off. It's like I'm searching the NHL standings. It's like, would you would you like updates? Would you like to get updates to click this to get out? It's like, dude, fu- I just want to look at what I'm looking at. Stop bugging me with this shit. YouTube is the same way. YouTube is the same damn way. Every time I start listening to music, I don't pay for YouTube right now at the moment, the premium. I will again eventually. It is so fucking insecure. <laughs> I, who who would have guessed AI could be so damn insecure? Like every time I listen to a song on fucking on YouTube, they're just like, would you like to renew? Would you like to renew? And I'm like, no, don't renew. And then another thing pops up. Would you like to renew though? It's like, dude, if I'm ready to renew, I'll fucking renew. Stop asking me, bro. The insecurity level. (laughs) Are we dating Google? Are we dating YouTube? Stop asking me this shit. Anyway, here we go. Uh, NHL standings. Now that I'm (laughs) completely shit on Google, it's going to give me what I want. (laughs) Uh, Central Division. That's my division. Uh, Dallas Stars, 75 points, first place. The Winnipeg Jets, lacking three games on my Stars. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Uh, second place, the Avalanche, third place, the Blues, fourth place. Uh, Pacific Division, you got the Canucks still leading the way at 80 points. The next closest is the Vegas Golden Knights at 68 points, dude. That is unheard of by the Canucks. That is absolutely unheard of. And I've talked about this before. The differential of goals scored versus uh, goals against. Uh, The Canucks for goals scored, 205. My Dallas Stars overtaking them, 208. I said that early on in the season, how impressed I was with the Canucks scoring, just the fact that they could put so many biscuits in the basket. Uh, Pretty damn impressive, but now my Dallas Stars have surpassed them. Dallas Stars differential 41. Uh, Canucks still a bit better with 59. But hey, that's inspiring, man. Uh, So anyway, back to it. Pacific Division, you got the Canucks, you got the Golden Knights, you got the Oilers, who we just lost to in overtime. Uh, You got the Kings. The Kings doing their thing. Eastern Conference, you got the Panthers. First place. Look at that. Both 55 games played. They overtook the Bruins. Wow. Wow. Dude, if you're not watching hockey this season, you are missing the F out, bro. If you like competitive, like it's not scripted, (laughs) NFL, uh, NHL is where it's at, dude. You gotta watch this, man. It's 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 epic. The Panthers, first place. The Bruins, second. The Maple Leafs. The Lightning. That's for the Atlantic Division, Metropolitan Division. You got the Rangers. You got the Hurricanes, who my stars just beat a couple of nights ago. The Flyers and the Devils. Look at the Flyers. Yes, yes, dude. This se- I I've got so. If I could have a boner. For this season, I would have it right now. (laughs) A sports boner. All right, sorry. That's probably a little bit too far. But this is just so exciting. 
This is just so brand new. It's not the Golden State Warriors winning championship after championship. It's not the Kansas City Chiefs winning two championships in a row. You never know who's going to get it in hockey. That's the thing about it, dude. I made some NHL picks on Twitter the other day. I made some uh, NBA picks on Twitter the other day. I was 100% for my NBA picks, and I was like 7 out of 11 for my NHL picks. That If that doesn't describe like how predictable leagues can be. I mean, pretty much in basketball, you can pick the team that's higher in the standings to win that night, and you're going to be correct. You know what I mean? In, in, in hockey, any team, any team, you take the last place team in the NHL versus the first place team in the NHL, any team on any given night can beat anyone, even that last place team. That's what makes it so exciting. I would bet on the NHL. I wouldn't bet on the NBA. I would not bet on the NFL. Fuck that, dude. You see all these San Francisco 49ers fans just like destroying their TVs, which is funny. It is entertaining to watch. But come on, dude. You haven't been watching for the past couple of years. You didn't know this was going to be the outcome. Regardless of how good you played, it's scripted, dude. It's scripted. Uh, Sure, there's variations within the game, but for the most part... There were no plans for the San Francisco 49ers to win the championship. There were no plans for that. Probably not anywhere in the near future. That's why my Cowboys are going to keep struggling. That's why the 49ers might have a good season next season, but they ain't going to win it. Um, That's just my opinion. I don't know. Give me one sec. I got to pee. All right. Podcast magic. And we're back. Um, So, yeah, that's a little bit of what's going on around the NHL. Uh, let's move on to Globe Life Field, dude. It's so funny that one of my life goals, like my bucket list things, is to see every like pro stadium before I die. I mean, that's within the four major sports, football, basketball, hockey, baseball. And I have, I've started on baseball because baseball is just my favorite sport. I mean, hockey is a very, very, very close second. Uh, But I started on baseball already. I've seen uh, Bush Stadium in St. Louis from the outside. I've never been in. When I traveled to St. Louis a couple of years back, uh, I got to see it from the outside. I didn't get to witness a game. That doesn't count necessarily, but it was still cool to, like, see it. Uh, Wrigley Field in Chicago. Uh, I got to see the the White Sox play the Cubs. That was epic. Uh, before they built this new stadium for the Rangers, I saw the old stadium. But now they bought they built a new one, and I, I I'm back to square one <laughs> with seeing all the stadiums. At least for you know my Texas Rangers. I still haven't got out to the new stadium. I still haven't gone to Texas Live. I've just been slacking. As much of a fan as I am, it's really hard to to find the time to get out there. So I got to go sometime this season and just watch a single Rangers game just to say that I have so I can mark that off the list. They're not going to tear that stadium down anytime soon. Um, But the the new stadium, Globe Life Field, I think the last one was called Globe Life as well. I could be wrong. Uh, they're, They're getting a Whataburger and people are super excited. 
about this Whataburger. It's like, you know, all the epicness of everything I just said of traveling to different stadiums. Um, there's nothing more Texan than getting a Whataburger in your stadium. Or at least it used to be. Um, I know they've been bought out by uh, some Chicago company. And I have noticed, like the last time I ate there, it just wasn't quite the same. I don't know if it's just in my head or what, but it, it doesn't taste like it used to. Not to say it's bad. It's not bad. It's just a little different, you know. It's slightly different. It's not as, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, Globe Life is getting a a freaking Whataburger in it. It's like out of all the, all the epic things, you know, you, you think of like uh, high dollar bougie places, you know, when you go to a stadium to eat. Beer is 13 bucks a, a glass or a cup, you know, hot dogs are ridiculous, 10 bucks at least. Yeah, it's a giant hot dog, but it's still a fucking hot dog, man. That thing costs less than a dollar to make, and you're charging me 13 You know, it's just bougie. It's just funny to think, like, out of all the bougie things we could have got, people are just so, in Texas, so excited about a Whataburger being a part of Globe Life Stadium. I just think that's hilarious. You know, it's not a, I don't know, Wolfgang Puck. You know, it's, it's nothing fancy. It's It's a Whataburger. You know, you're getting chicken tenders and shit. Uh, so that is coming to Globe Life Park. I do need to get out there to see it, to knock it off my bucket list. Amongst, I mean, many, many other Minute Maid Park in Houston, I I, I have a ton of work to do. Uh, I am going to knock out baseball first. I'll probably go with hockey next. And then we'll see after that. You know, if I can get all those knocked out within the next couple of years, I would be ecstatic. Um... So just to let you guys in on on my little bucket list, my little lifelong thing I have going on. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah, new sports. Let's go ahead and talk about it, dude. So from time to time, I, I, I enjoy doing this. Like, you know, the area I live, it's, it's just grown a lot. There's a, a shop on every corner. Uh, it's just not... We're running out of space, pretty much, is what I'm trying to say. There's malls everywhere. There's, you know, tall buildings. There's, you know, there's just not a lot of space with all the development happening with all the space we did have. You know, people see that and they want to develop the land and make all these shopping centers and all these, you know, hotels and restaurants and whatever. And that's cool. You know, so from time to time, I'll go out to a park and I'll just kind of drive and park somewhere where it just looks like what I see out in front of me is just like it used to be. It's just open land and trees. And I can imagine just, you know, that in my mind that it's just like years ago, like 1800s or whatever, like we're still living off the land, even though I am sitting in a a car, a modern day car, you know, it's still fun to pretend. I, I love to go out and sit out by myself at a park with a lot of space and listen to like, stories about the Comanche or stories about the Apache and just kind of imagine how the old world used to be. So the way I discovered this new sport that I've never heard of was I literally went out to a park to do what I was just describing, went out to sit and listen to my Comanche book on tape 
you know, just trying to take me back to how it used to be. I'm fooling like my mind. I'm tricking my mind into thinking, oh, look at all this open space. It could have been like this today, you know, whatever. Um, so I go out, I lay my seat back. I'm listening to my stuff. I'm just imagining, just listening to the battles and what it would have been like to be back, you know, in that part of time and a fly on the wall, not necessarily, you know, in the time because you could have got killed easily. Um, and, and I, I lean my seat up and I see these grown men. There's about 15 to 20 grown men in a big field and they're playing a game with a Frisbee. And I've never heard of this before. I had to stop one of the guys. I thought it was so cool. Uh, it's called ultimate Frisbee. And basically there's two end zones. Like there would be on a football field. There's like six guys on the field on one side, six guys on the field on the other side, and they basically have to throw the Frisbee to each other, and when you catch the Frisbee, you're frozen in your spot, and you have to find someone else to throw the Frisbee to. If that person drops the Frisbee, it's a turnover. The other team gets the Frisbee. They get to try to do the th same thing to get the Frisbee into the end zone, blah, blah, blah. It was so cool, dude. Like, I was just laying there. And like imagining all this Comanche shit and pretending like I'm out in wilderness or whatever. And I lift my seat up to see the, I watched for a good 15 to 25 minutes of them playing this game. I was just so fascinated. I was like, what the hell is this? It was so cool. So in honor of, you know, doing this a couple of episodes coming up with new sports, uh, that I've never heard of that I may want to watch in the future. This is one of them ultimate Frisbee. It seems really cool. Look into it. I probably didn't explain every single rule, but that's the gist of it. Uh, it looks fun, and it looks fun for someone, especially like me, who does have knee problems, who I can't, you know, I can't play soccer like I used to, unfortunately. Uh, but this game would be the next best thing. It's sort of the same thing. You wear cleats, and you got your soccer shorts on, and you know, you're running up and down the field. It's a little bit of cardio, too. It, it looked really, really fun. Um, I I want to get a group together to, to play this game myself now. It looked that damn fun. Um, the other sport I have, the other new sport I have, I only have two this week, um, is called Tech Ball. And when I was playing soccer growing up with my brother, we actually played a version of this, and we didn't know it. Uh, there would be times when the field would be too muddy to like practice soccer in. And we would go to the tennis court where it's, you know, nice and hard. It's not going to be muddy. It might be a little wet, a little slick in certain parts, but it's not bad. You can get some traction. We used to play this game where we would keep, you know, kick the ball over the net. There would be like three or four people on each side. You kick the ball over the net. You can't let it touch the ground. Like that's the rule. If it touch, touches the ground on your side a single time, the other team gets a point. Well, tech ball is basically that, except uh, the tennis court is just like a smaller version. It's just like a um, arched ping pong table. And there's a person on either side, and there's a net in the middle of this arched ping pong table, and they have to volley the ball over to hit the other person's side of the net, and that person volleys it back. It has to hit that other side. The other person volleys. It's a whole. It's like ping pong, just played on this uh, rounded ping pong table. It's really cool, dude. Like 
one of the first things that my brother sent me for tech ball was they the the first lady served the ball over to the other lady's side the the lady that got the ball that was being served to did like a fucking a bicycle kick to start the thing off it was crazy dude like if you don't know what a bicycle kick is you're basically like throwing your body up into the air while the ball's coming towards you, you're like backwards to the ball and you have to like throw your body in the air and kick your leg up to kick the ball over your head. And she hit it accurately. The other lady recovered and of course it kept going back and forth. But this could totally be something that I watch now. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, look up Tech Ball. And uh, if you haven't heard about it, look up Ultimate Frisbee. Those are my new two sports of the week. Um, I don't know how all these new sports keep coming to me, but I'm, I'm here for it. There's there's so many other things that I could be watching when the NHL's not on or, the, you know, the basketball like today, they're having their all-star game. Boring, you know. Uh, I just love these new sports that have just been popping up for me. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right. Um, oh, 28 minutes in. Let's go ahead and end this episode talking about my last topic. Uh, these are videos of the week. Um, the first one I have is just incredible. I don't know what game this was at. I think it was NBA. But there's a man who has like one of those headset microphones on. And he, you know, the game, the basketball game has not started yet. And he's singing the national anthem into his headset microphone, but what he's also doing simultaneously is painting a picture on a canvas, like a pretty giant canvas. He's painting a picture while he's singing the national anthem perfectly in tune. It sounded great. He was awesome. And by the end of it, he does the reveal by flipping this picture upside down from the way he had it. And what it revealed was the... Um, uh, what do you call it? The Marine Corps Memorial, where there's like four guys planting a flag into like an American flag into the ground. He painted this upside down while singing the national anthem. And then the big reveal when he was done with the national anthem by the last note is he flips the canvas over to this really incredible painting of the, the Marine Corps War Memorial. It was fucking impressive. It was so impressive. I, I need to uh, learn that guy's name. I wish I would have already. Uh, but it was so impressive. He's singing the national anthem perfectly while painting. Upside down. Like it was, it's just one of the best videos I've ever seen. Like it made me, it gave me goosebumps at the very end. Which I'm sure was the intent. You know, just singing. The national anthem always kind of does that to me anyway just because there's like this feeling of unity, you know, feeling of what we've built over the years. Um, it always gives me the goosebumps anyway, but this guy paying tribute to that memorial while singing the national anthem, while painting it upside down, and then the reveal comes at the end. It's just a great video, man. What a great tribute to America. I mean, love it or hate it, what a great tribute to America. That was great. Uh, that was one of the best things, the coordination alone that it takes to do what he was doing. And it wasn't like the, the painting looked like shit, but he was singing great. No, it was all great. The painting was great. The singing was great. The reveal was great. It was such a great concept. 
uh, to start a basketball game off with. I, I loved it. I enjoyed it very much. If I knew your name, sir, I would uh, totally toast to you right now. Cheers. And the last video of the week I have is um, you guys have seen stuff like this before. They do this on social media constantly. They'll like, it's almost like a social experiment in a way. But there was a, a man and a woman sitting on a park bench, obviously husband and wife, uh, sitting on a park bench. And then this young, good looking, fit woman comes and sits next to the man and tries to start talking to him. She puts her hand on his thigh and he is like, whoa, and like, no, like moves her hand like, what are you doing? And she's being all flirtatious with him. And he's just like, no, like, I don't want any part of this or whatever. And, you know, they basically, she gets up, the hot chick gets up and, you know, kind of laughing and walks away as the uh, the married couple gets up, you know, walking away. The, the wife, not happy at fucking all that this young, good looking chick came and hit on his uh, hit on her man. But he did all the things right. Like, I think she tried to put her arm around his shoulder at one point, And he was just like, no. Like, took her arm off. She tried to put her hand on his thigh. And he was like, no. Like, what are you doing? And the crazy thing about this video, the thing that made me want to talk about it, was they're still filming, obviously, as the husband and wife get up and walk away from the bench. The lady, the hot chick's already gone. You know, she did her part. She played her part. And as they're walking away, the wife is so mad at the husband. It's it's so comical. Like, even with him doing all the right things, he did all the right things. He didn't give in. He didn't start talking to her. He didn't pull out his phone to get her number. He did all the right things. So when he's, like, leaving, he tr you know, him and his wife are leaving. They're walking away from the bench. He tries to hold her hand, and she's like, meh, and won't hold his hand. And he's talking to her and she's just walking pissed off. He tries to put his arm around her and she's like, Meh! like, get off of me. Like, no, I'm not having it. Like, how the fuck, lady, how the fuck did he do anything wrong for you to be that mad at him? He did everything right. So here's my piece of advice. I'll leave you with this, listeners. Here's my piece of advice, sir that was married to the lady that was very unhappy with you even though you did everything right in that scenario that you should have done. Uh, here's my piece of advice to you. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Do whatever the fuck's going to make you happy. If you got to get that chick's number on the side and secret, then do that because guess what? Doing the right thing in that situation still pissed your wife off. She's still mad at you. You're still going to be in the doghouse for the week and you didn't do anything wrong. You did everything right. So here's my advice. Do whatever the fuck makes you happy. If banging that hot chick that came up to you, getting her number is going to make you happy, then you do it, sir. Because your wife is going to be pissed either way. Okay? Um, that's all I have. Episode number 317. Uh, treat yourself. Get a DoorDash. Treat yourself to an Uber. Treat yourself to a Lyft. Don't drink and drive. It's just not worth it. Uh, let's finish these off. Cheers, everybody. I don't have much left. All right, guys. That's it for me. I will talk to you next week. Be safe. Let's go, Stars. My first place, uh, Stars. 
I love you all. I will talk to you next week. Bye!